and start your engines. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I'm not a crook. If you like your health care plan, you'll be able to keep your health care plan. Source for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our guest segment. If you're watching on the video stream, I'm holding up the book here. This is the latest book from our friend Ellie Marzulli. It's called Counter Move. And uh, it's all about the Nephilim, and we're going to talk about this book tonight. Also, the news and uh, everything that is happening. Uh, Ellie Marzulli, good to have you back with us, sir. Always a pleasure, Jim. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. I wanted to ask you, uh, tell us the latest on you. Are you now back living in California, or are you still doing the you know, uh, building? Tell us about your, the latest on you. Well, we're uh, I'm here in the trailer uh, talking to you on the on the homestead, and tomorrow the backhoe comes in and we start digging the trenching for the foundation for the main house. Hopefully, we'll have the foundation poured around the 15th, and then Gigacrete. Uh, that's uh, Gigacrete.com, G-I-G-A Crete, Gigacrete.com. I designed the house. Dale Kessler drew up the engineering and did all the couches and stuff, and Gigacrete is producing it. It's essentially a fireproof house. Wow. Uh, it'll do 1,400 degrees for like four hours. Uh, it, it's an amazing product. The studio is up and running, and I'll actually record in there tomorrow for my daily show. Uh, there's a pod coming out from Oklahoma with a lot of camera equipment, which this will be the main studio like it used to be, and Oklahoma will become a secondary studio when we fly back and forth. Um, so that's that's sort of the plan. I'm I'm in here for the long run until we get the house done. I'm hoping to move back sometime in August. We'll see what happens. All right. Well, I want to start by asking you about uh, this breaking news today. A couple of sources are saying that the Biden administration is planning a vaccine passport. I don't know if you heard me talking about that at all during my news segment, but uh, man, oh, man, do you believe that this lays the groundwork for the mark of the beast and the idea that you're not going to be allowed to go into certain places? And that list will probably be very long unless you have this app on your phone with a QR code that they can scan uh, to prove that you've been vaccinated. Yeah, this is incredibly draconian. Uh, it's a managed agenda, as the late Chuck Missler used to say. It's deliberate. It's orchestrated. Um, it is It is on track. It is a precursor of the beast system. And what amazes me is, like, if the American people would just stand up and go, we're not doing this, then we wouldn't be doing this. But the American people, for the most part, are sheep. There is no movement. Um, you know, the whole Q thing was a total disaster, as, as now, you know, those of us who looked at it, I never bought into it the way some people did, but I looked at it because it was newsworthy, and I had people on both sides of the aisle talking about it. So there is, you know, there's a word that, that's been coined, hopium. So, yeah, I mean, nothing is happening. There is no movement. 
And meanwhile, we are rushing headlong like a freight train on steroids without a conductor off the cliff. I mean, that's what that's what's happening. They are literally destroying America. In the meantime, in Europe, the same thing. You won't be able to travel without that COVID-19 passport. Uh, this is an orchestrated event. People need to stand up. If the pastors would only stand up and fight back, everything could change in America very quickly. But for the most part, they don't. There's a lot of good pastors out there, uh, but they're silent. They don't, they don't say anything. So the sheeple aren't sure what to do because the, the shepherd's not here. And you know what, Jim? Maybe it's exactly what's supposed to happen. Maybe the church just kind of goes quietly into the night. Maybe there is no massive revival that many people have hoped for and looked for. And I, and I pray to God that that happens. But maybe, maybe it all just goes quietly into the night and the beast system is, you know, runs rampant. And I hope that that's not the case, but that's what it looks like. Uh, so we've we'll got we've happens. got several of these uh, mega churches, uh, uh, like for example, Andy Stanley, who recently came out. You know, his church has been closed for about a year, and he recently yeah. and, and that's you know one thing. It's like okay, that's your church. You're the pastor. Those people have put you in the in a position of leadership. You want to uh, keep your church closed. That that's what you want to do. But now he's come out and criticized those churches that fought uh, to open back up again. And his argument is that it was embarrassing to Christianity to see churches that would disobey the government and that would would embarrass Christianity by by fighting the government in court. And my wife and I were talking about this. And even if you just look at the life of the Apostle Paul and and the times he was thrown into jail uh, for preaching the gospel, uh, these pastors today are are literally preaching obedience to the government no matter what, even if it comes to closing our church. And to me, this is a an incredible sign of the end times and the apostasy. And, and, and Jim, I'm right there with you. And frankly, I completely wholeheartedly agree with your assessment. I mean, that's why I said in my earlier statement, maybe this is exactly what's supposed to come down. I wrote in my book, Politics, Prophecy, and the Supernatural years ago now that, you know, America is not in prophecy. It's not there. You know, I mean, it's not mentioned. And here we are, this great big powerhouse. Is it possible that we break up? And here's a scenario, and I'm not a prophet, and I'm not going to say this is thus saith the Lord, or this is what's going to happen. I don't know. I'm only looking at things. Biden obviously is in the advanced stages of dementia. Uh, he he is not the president. He's not he's not calling the shots. I believe someone behind the scenes, and 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 it begins with an O. Uh, <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, that, that's who's calling the shots. Right, I'm with that's you. That's who's calling the shots. Here. Yeah, and, and it's not, and it's not bunkers. just so people know it's not Oprah. So uh, keep guessing if your no, first guess was Oprah. Oprah. <laughs> so once again, everything that Obama was doing is now back in the forefront: transgender, transgender, spend open borders, basically make America last and break the back of America. So when Biden steps down, and I believe he will step down, rather than they will evoke the Twenty Fifth Amendment. Uh, which, you know, they could certainly do even now. But because the Democrats control everything, they won't do that. But it, it becomes obvious that, that Biden 
is just a shell. Uh, and I, I don't wish that on anybody. I don't rejoice in that. That's horrific. You know, my, my father had Alzheimer's. It's horrific. So if Biden's got dementia, he certainly is not running the country. Someone else is. So probably he'll go away within, you know, a fortnight, a couple of months, six months, whatever the time frame is. He is definitely leaving, in my opinion, which means that when he steps down gracefully and, you know, the news media will all, oh, isn't it great that Joe was able to do this? You know, it just it just shows the man's integrity and his heart for the country. You know, our prayers go with him, blah, blah, blah. And look at how much he That's accomplished. And look at how much he accomplished in only six months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A yeah. hundred a hundred executive orders. Right. Next. So what will happen? This is where it becomes alarming. Kamala Harris becomes president. She is the most radical. She's she's left the Bernie Sanders. OK, she hates America. She, she calls America inherently evil and racist. So instead of make America great again, no, 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 no. We're not doing that. It's we need to kowtow and, and repent, and it's white privilege. And if you're a white guy, it's really bad. So all that being said, watch Texas secede from the union, followed by other states, and that will split the country apart. I wow. honestly believe we're at the point, and I pray to God I'm wrong, I really pray to God I'm wrong at this, but that's what I see happening. Because for one thing, Texas isn't going to go marching into the new world order. <clears throat> and we already see the governors in certain states pushing back. So, you know, the blue states like Michigan, and it was just horrific. They arrested this woman for a little piece of place. She escaped Poland under the communist regime. She came here for freedom and they arrest her and then they put her in jail and they make her pay a $15,000 fine for violating the COVID restrictions. But meanwhile, in Florida, it's all open, and the businesses are open, and you can do whatever you want. So what's the truth? Uh, what it is is the Democratic governors control, 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 break the back of the middle class, crash the economy, usher in the globalist new world order system. They're basically communists. And I, I say that, you know, allegedly, I, I don't know. But that's what the ideology is. Well, right. I mean, and when you're looking at uh, you're looking at this uh, idea of this uh, universal basic income, which is going to be introduced as it's already introduced in this latest stimulus as a refundable tax credit, which will start paying people (laughs) a monthly, though everyone with a dependent child will get a check. Uh, starting in July of about $300 a month, and that will go all the way out uh, until you file your taxes next year. Then you'll get the other six months of it. But then what the plan is, is they will let it continue. So what's going to happen is no politician will want to take that away. If you've got a house with maybe three or four children, you're talking about $1,000 a month or more that you'll have coming in from a universal basic income. And this, again, could be another connection to the mark of the beast, which is we're going to give you a certain amount of money per month, but you have to do what we say. And if you don't get the vaccines and do the things we say, then maybe that money will disappear. And and this is why you're going to see states begin to secede. I really, I really believe that, unfortunately, that's where we are. We are at an impasse. The ideology between the left and the right is so divided, so divisive, that I, I don't see it ever coming together, ever, ever, ever. Um, you know, Schumer made a, made a deal, you know, once we win the Senate, we'll, we'll change America. Well, that's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to change America in the Miss Nanny state. That's what the Democrats want. Open borders, 
bring all these people in, they'll vote Democratic, it's over. And what amazes me, Jim, where is the outrage from the American people? Why are they so silent? Where is the absolute unmitigated outrage at what is happening here, not only on the southern border, but with the absolute absurdity with the whole transgender athlete thing, where we're even discussing this. Excuse me, if Bob wants to become Barbara, that's fine. You know, become Barbara, get your pronoun thing, and do whatever you're going to do. Chop off parts, take a bunch of hormone pills. But we know from people who have gone down that road, the suicide rate is something like 20 times the national average. I may be wrong at that, but it's way up there, okay? And there's people that are transgendered. Eventually, they come to this. It, it hasn't changed they, who they are. They're still the same miserable person that they were before the operation. And now what? Now they've got all this. Um, there was a guy called Walt Hellier. I watched, I watched the video last night on this and i'm gonna have and by the way uh, here's your here's your here's your here's your number from the heritage foundation that the suicide rate is between 10 and uh uh, 10 to 15 times Uh, no it says 20 times uh is the latest number so you're you're exactly correct 20 times that of the general population uh, on on real it is it is off the charts it is off the charts i'm gonna have david arthur uh who lived as a um, he never got the operation, but he was on female hormones for years, looked like a woman, uh, got full-blown AIDS, and came to the Lord. And the Lord healed him of AIDS, go figure, right? Mm. Where he was like, he had osteoporosis from all, all the female hormones. Uh, he had full-blown AIDS, 104-degree fever, boils all over his body, and he repented because he didn't want to go to hell. People don't like to hear that, but he didn't want to go to hell. He knew that's where he was going to go. And so for two weeks, two to three weeks, all he did was confess, 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 confess. The Lord completely healed him. David Arthur is a full-time ministry. And I'm going to have him on the show because this whole transgender thing, if you say anything about it, oh, you're just a homophobia, blah, blah, blah. Wait a minute. How does a six-year-old boy or girl that has so-called gender dysphoria, how are they even capable of making a decision whether they're not? And yet the government is ramrodding this down everybody's throat. Oh, quick, get them on hor- get them on puberty blockers and get them on hormones immediately. You know, it's just like yeah, yeah it's like the world is gone. gone. I mean, when I was five or six years old, I was thinking yeah. I was I was playing with GI Joes and I wanted to be a baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to be a baseball player one day. The next day, I was going to be a fireman. Uh, you know, I mean, it, yeah. it, this is just it, it's crazy. And and the schools. I uh, need to focus on teaching because the grades are so bad. You you know, you've got kids, uh, you know, in high school that can't even put together, you know, basic sentence structure and that sort of thing. Um, some of these big cities like Chicago are graduating less than half of the, the kids in high school. Um, I mean, we don't need to turn our schools into a social experiment. But let me mention this real quick. Uh, a lot of people are already calling. So I just put the phone number up on the screen. Six, four, six, seven, one, six. 4041 I'm not going to screen any calls tonight you'll I'll just mention your area code you'll come right on and talk to LA Marzuli with your comment or question 646 716 4041 and let me ask you this last question and then we'll go to some callers um 
Is it your view? Because we've been talking to you for years on the show and there was this whole idea of disclosure, you know, this moment in time when the government would actually admit that there are UFOs. And I and for people that don't know about you and your organization and your teaching, um, it's largely about the UFOs as a great deception in the end times uh, as part of prophecy, which which we believe that you're right on that and, and have a, a lot of great resources at your website, which we'll give out here shortly. But do you believe that we've already just had uh, disclosure? Because even our senator here, Marco Rubio, it was just last week. He said there are things flying over our military bases and we don't know what they are. Um, I mean, if that's not disclosure, I mean, here here's a guy a sitting senator uh, who says that we have crafts aircraft flying over our military bases and we don't know what they are. I mean, that on top of a bunch of other stuff that I've read lately, where we're basically admitting to this phenomenon that nobody can explain, but I'm surprised there's not really much uh, of a reaction to it. It's almost like, uh, you know, uh, potatoes are on sale up at the grocery store is kind of how people are <laughs> reacting to it. There's no, no like jaw dropping. And I'm like, wow, did, did our Senator in Florida, just say that we are now conceding that there are UFOs. Well, this is, we are on the sixth rung of what I call the ladder of disclosure, the disclosure ladder. The first rung, 2017, Commander David Traver, Tucker Carlson, F-18 pilot. Traver's a former F-18 pilot. Doesn't have a book, doesn't have a DVD. Nobody knows who the guy is. Tucker brings him on. So it's Tucker, Commander David Traver, and, and the, the third part of a triptych for the three panels is what was at one time classified footage of a tip-tap-shaped UFO flying over the Pacific. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Traver comes on and says, no rotor wash, the thing moved, it, it, it went 50 miles in two seconds, it's impossible. And, and the bottom line is this, Tucker asked him, in your opinion, what was this? And Commander David Traver looks right at the camera and says, whatever this was, was not of this world. That's the first rung on the ladder of disclosure. The second rung is Luis Elizondo, once again on Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson asked him twice, are you saying that the United States government has in its possession metal from a crashed UFO? Elizondo hems and haws and goes, well, Tucker, you know, I take my non-disclosure agreement very seriously, but the short answer is yes. Well, <laughs> Mr. Elizondo, with all due respect, and I've said this numerous times, the, the correct answer would be, I cannot confirm or deny that statement, sir. Move on. But no, he says that affirmative yes. So the third rung on the ladder of disclosure is they tested the hubcaps, as Gary Stearman likes to call them, from the alleged crashed UFOs. And, oh, lo and behold, they found isotopes not found on this planet. Ladder number four, the fourth rung on the ladder of disclosure, is the Pentagon admitting UAP's unidentified aerial phenomenon is real. So notice they changed the verbiage instead of UFO, which has a negative connotation, oh, they just change it UAP. Somehow that's okay. Oh, and by the way, they're real. That's the fourth rung. The fifth rung is the Pentagon states, this is unbelievable, the Pentagon states, we have in our possession off-world vehicles not made on this earth. If you're listening out there and you just heard what I said, you were either dead if you're not completely freaked out by that, or you just don't care, one of the two. Because that is the most unbelievable statement that I've ever heard in my 70 years on this planet. And get this, it, it verifies the work of Bob Lazar, who in the 90s, I interviewed him, 
he talked about Groom Lake, Area 51, the sports model. They were they were back engineering craft there. So finally, you know, as of 30 years later, the government admits we have in our possession vehicles, off-road vehicles not made on this earth. So that's number five. Number six is Commander David Traver, once again on Tucker Carlson, stating that when he got close to that Tic Tac Cape UFO object, right, it jammed his radar. That's an act of war. And then from there, it's just mushrooms. So this is the coming great deception. I have a uh, an alphabet agency guy uh, who we call the Osprey, who basically said, I asked him, you know, what's going on with all this stuff? He said, well, this has nothing to do with the Biden administration. This was put in place long before Biden, some, somewhere under the Trump administration was put in place. So Biden has nothing to do with what's being released to the public. But, yeah, Marco Rubio comes out. Um, I mean, it, it's all – I can't even keep up with it anymore, Jim. The bottom line is there's a saying that I've, I've, I've coined years ago. We go up, they show up. We go up, they come down. I firmly believe that the church, the dispensation of the church, the dispensation of grace is about to come to an end. The church age is about to come to an end. The seven years of tribulation is called the time of Jacob's trouble, which is Israel. And it's the seven years of tribulation when we go back to Daniel and, and Ezekiel. That, that's where all that stuff is cut off. The seven years are cut off, according to the book of Daniel. Messiah is there, but he's cut off. And then the seven-year tribulation. I don't believe the church is here for that. I don't believe we've been appointed to wrath. If, if you want to argue that, don't don't email me, please. I'm not going to argue with you. Believe what you want to believe. But I honestly believe that those of us who look for the blessed hope, the, the you know, being taken out of here before the wrath, before the tribulation begins, and I think we're close to it. So I, there's a saying I coined, we go up, they show up. We go up, they come down. Something is holding the UFO phenomenon for just, just breaking loose and manifesting on a global level. I mean, they're everywhere. They're people. I get sightings all week from people, cell phones, you know, cam, most of the time it's cell phones. Oh, my God, look at that. And, you know, it's just the light in the sky. They're doing all sorts of crazy stuff. And people are freaked out. They don't realize rebuke first, ask questions later. Rebuke first in the name of Jesus and ask questions later. But, you know, Jim, it's coming down faster than a freight train on steroids yes uh, let's go to chicago area code 708 you're live on the program say hello to ellie marzulli hello 708 are you there all right i guess not <laughs> uh, uh, there we go. Go to, go to our first caller, and they're not there. All right. Uh, if you're if you're listening, we had a couple of callers holding, and uh, they dropped off. But if you want to join us, uh, real quick, jump on the line six four six seven one six four zero four one is a number to dial. Uh, you'll go right on the air with Ellie Marzuli. If you're watching on the video feed, that phone number is in the lower corner of your screen six four six seven one six. 4041-646-716-4041. Okay, let's get to some email questions then. Uh, so they're asking here about the rapture, and they want to know if the rapture will be considered alien abduction. And I think you've talked about this uh, before. Yeah. Yeah, I think that when, look, there are, what is it, 7 billion people on the planet Two billion of them are Christian in name. Out of that two billion, how many people are born again in spirit filled? That is the prerequisite. 
We know this because Nicodemus, the Pharisee, comes to Jesus and says, you know, what's going on here? And uh, Jesus looks right at him and goes, well, Nicodemus, you got to be born again. And Nicodemus has no idea what he's talking about. Well, I've got relatives, and I deeply love these relatives. But they look at me and they go, L.A., what is this born-again stuff? I don't understand it. Now, they've been in the Catholic Church all their lives, and they have no idea what being born-again is. Well, it happened to me 40 years ago, and I wasn't going to church. I was reading a couple of books, and I gave my life to Christ. Next thing I know, I'm born-again and spirit-filled. That's 40 years ago, and the spirit of a living God continues to work in my life. So out of the 2 million Christians, so-called Christians, how many are born again and spirit-filled? That's the prerequisite. So out of the 7 million people, let's be generous. Let's say 500 million split. We get taken up. 500 million. That's a lot of people globally. I get that. But you know what? When they show up, they will tell us. And I've heard it. Tim, I've heard this 45 years ago, literally. 45 years ago, before I was a Christian, and I was involved in the New Age. And it was going around the New Age that when the Space Brothers came, they would take those people who weren't ready for the paradigm shift in consciousness. They would take us to another planet so we could evolve into a place where we could finally get there. 45 years ago, before (laughs) I knew anything about the rapture, I had no idea what the rapture was. 45 years ago, the, the excuse was already put in place 45 years ago. And wasn't, ago there a, uh, the, wasn't there a cult out there called Heaven's Gate? Uh, there have been a number of these groups talking yeah. about being taken up uh, into space by yeah, a spaceship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the Federation of Light, uh, the Galactic Federation, that's, that's who been banging this drum for decades. For decades. And so, you know, when we leave, look, when they show up, they're going to have two things. They're going to have free energy, which completely changes the entire globe. They'll have a small little implant, which they will give people for free, which will extend your life uh, three to 500 years disease-free. So you talk about the COVID vaccine, next. This is way better than that. It'll extend your lifespan. The problem is they will couch it in my opinion. This is all theory. Okay, this is all, I'm not a prophet, but I'm looking at stuff. Right. And and this is what I think they're going to do. They'll say that we created, E.T. created, all life on this planet, that E.T. genetically manipulated early man. E.T. started the world's civilizations and religions. Now at this critical juncture in human history, E.T. is back to usher mankind into a global age. And oh, guess what? We've got a DNA upgrade. No disease, You'll live 500 years, disease-free, just take this little implant, and that will change your DNA. It will basically put you uh, under the mark of the beast. Look, this is written 2,000 years ago, roughly, by John the Apostle. And that book was basically sealed for almost 2,000 years until the latter days. And now it's becoming very apparent that we are in the last of the last days. This, this is good. The, the dispensation... The age of grace is about to come to an end. The church age, the age of grace, the dispensation of grace is about to come to an end. And when it does, all hell breaks loose, literally. And we've got uh, Chicago is back with us. Uh, Area code 708. You're live with Ellie Marzuli. Go ahead. Hello there. Area code 708. (laughs) Oh, I guess they're not there. Last chance. 
Wow. Nope. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure why people call in and then they don't want to talk to you. But in any case, this is a good uh, moment for us but before we take any more questions to tell people about the, the new book. I want you to tell them about that. And I'm holding it up here on the video stream. And um, I noticed I didn't see the book on Amazon. Is that because you want them to come directly to your website? Yeah, we don't have it on Amazon yet, but we probably will soon. Uh, the place to get it is lamarzuli.net, lamarzuli.net, and uh, you can get that. It was the hardest book I've ever written. That's my 13th book. Uh, it took over two years to write. It went through a, 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 a massive changes, uh, and if it had not been for my editor, Sonda Allison, the book might not have taken on the life that it that it that it you know took on. But um, it deals with it, it's called Counter Move. How the Nephilim returned after the flood. So it's it's a little esoteric in some in some regard. On the other hand, uh, people who have read it say it should be required reading. So you know, I'm just I'm just quoting what some people who have read the book. And uh, you know, there's so much information there. Jim Mondo Gonzalez wrote a wonderful uh, chapter on the Nephilim and and the Genesis six narrative. Sonda Allison. Uh, wrote a chapter on the idea that when when the fallen angels came down, they took wives. It's it's multiples, not just one. They they took wives. They they contaminated the entire human genome. And this is what we are in the days of Noah, Jim. We're here. This is it. Where the heart of man is deceitfully evil all day long. Now I'm I'm broad rushing. I'm painting with a very broad brush. I get it. But look, just look. Open the news. I look mean, look at uh, the estimated right? uh, 70 million abortions that have taken place since Roe v. Wade. I mean, uh, yeah, if yeah. if God doesn't do something, then I've heard people say he owes an apology to Sodom and Gomorrah. I mean, what's going on uh, in this country? Uh, you know, it's it's all about saving turtles. But you can kill a baby up until <laughs> the day of, of birth. I mean, if that isn't, uh, you know, the greatest uh, twisted uh, evil you can think of, uh, what is? Uh, yeah, our, is? Somebody's asking here, uh, emailer, about the Antichrist. And, of course, we're not going to say who we think it is. I don't I don't think you're you, you've you've named anyone, but they're asking about do you think the Antichrist is alive today? And do you have any Absolutely. description of what, who the, not a name per se, but they're asking like characteristics, that sort of thing uh, of, of who this could be. I mean, I've heard everything from, you know, Prince, Prince Charles over in, you know, the UK to, right, uh, right. you know, some people have asked me, is, is Trump the Antichrist? He said, well, uh, no, because too many people hate him. I, I think the Antichrist would be much more <laughs> popular with a larger percentage of, of the, of the country. You know, it's interesting. I believe that he's alive and on the planet today. I believe he's a hybrid entity, so he's not fully human. He's part fallen angel DNA and part human. In other words, the Antichrist essentially is a modern-day Nephilim. That's what he is. He's a Nephilim. And um, he's the seed of the serpent. That's what he is, the seed of the serpent, the son of perdition. He doesn't go to school he is sired in the same way that Messiah was sired. The enemy does everything in a counterfeit. So it is Rosemary's baby uh, at, at some point, and it is the seed of the serpent. 
uh, into a woman. The question is, I believe he's alive, but we'll see what happens. Uh, and remember, when he comes on the scene, people embrace him. People look at him and, and rally behind him. The late Chuck Missler, Dr. Chuck Missler, used to talk about and hypothesize that perhaps uh, the Antichrist would boast of a so-called alien connection. In other words, he would be part of uh, these, these UFOs, the entities that are piloting these things, which, of course, in my opinion, is fallen angels. But to the untrained, oh, he's part, he's a hybrid. He's part, you know, alien and part human. Wow, that's really cool. Hmm. You know, he'll be able to, to lead us into the, into the golden age. And, of course, we all know what happens. All hell breaks loose. What about uh, some, someone's asking here about transhumanism? And I'm hearing about this on uh, I listened to this one show called War Room Pandemic. It's with Steve Bannon. He used yeah. to be one of the advisors yeah. for Trump, e even on that show, which is not a show that gets into really spiritual things or anything like we're talking about tonight. They had a guest on for an hour talking about transhumanism and named a lot of big names in technology that are right now working on this. Like this is not just from science fiction book, but there are actual science uh, experiments going on right now, trying to figure out how to upload the human mind into the internet and somehow combine man with computer and create this hybrid uh, of a transhuman that would be able to live forever. Yeah, it's um, Russ Dizdarp, who's a, a good friend and a colleague, basically talks about it. Isn't it funny how these scientists are looking for immortality through transhumanism? That's what this is. <laughs> Where as Christians, whereas Christians, we know we have immortality through the Son, through Jesus, by believing on Him who was sent, Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, believing that that His work on the cross reconciled everything. He reconciled to himself all things on earth, uh, making peace by the blood of his cross. That's what he did, which is I still don't really understand. And, you know, we're in Holy Week here, right? I still don't understand the severity of it. For the life of me, Jim, I sit there and ponder it. But that's what he did. And, you know, sin, we don't understand what sin really is and how, how it separates us from a holy, loving God. And yet, when we confess our sins— he is faithful and just to forgive our sins. Uh, and, you know, for those of us, those of you out there who say, well, I'm a sinner, well, then you lie and you deceive yourself because everybody on this planet's a sinner. Okay. I mean, it's just, uh, I hate to tell you, hate to burst your bubble, pal, but uh, that's the bottom line here. And there's a way out of that. And that's giving one's life to the Messiah, believing on him who was sent, and asking him in, and he'll come in. And when he comes in, he begins to change you and me. Uh, I'm a different man than what I was 40 years ago when I accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. And it was not in a church. There was nobody yelling in my ear or slapping me on the head. Just me and, and a book by David Hunt. And I read the little prayer at the end and asked him into my life. And ever since then, you know, it's never been the same. And then, of course, you get in the whole idea of spiritual warfare, and you realize that, oh, my gosh, we are at war. And most, most churches don't talk about this. Oh, we don't want to scare our parishioners. Well, then you're, you're not giving the whole counsel of God because we are at war. We are at war with the beast system, which we talked about earlier. We talked about 
uh, the mark of the beast. That's the beast system. That's the dragon's system. We are at war with that. And most people, uh, Christian and non-Christian, don't never come to an understanding that we're in a war footing. We are the prince of the power. Look, my mission statement is this, to expose the deception of the prince of the power of the air and to herald the return of the King Jesus. We're in the window of time where I believe he's coming back soon. But in the meantime, all of my films, all of my books, everything points to what the dragon is doing, what the prince of the power of the air is up to. And, you know, for that, uh, we're under attack a lot by the enemy. Are you still but on, are, are you still on YouTube? Are you still on YouTube or are they taking you down? Yeah, so far we are. I'm very, I'm very careful how I couch things. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah we're, not, so. we're not we're not allowed to talk about the election here or they take our video down <laughs> uh, even, you know, you know, what's funny, though, is we had uh, I had some people on about a month ago uh, just, you know, because I thought it was an interesting topic, the flat earth movement. Uh, we had them on, you right. know, why, why do you believe the earth is flat? Well, that, that video is fine, uh, that the earth is flat. Uh, no problem with that. Thousands <laughs> of downloads. Yeah, uh, yeah. But but don't ask any questions, anything about the election that just happened. But yeah. it's okay that the earth is flat. So no, no problems with that. So that, that was good to know that the flat earth people can go back whenever they want. Take another minute as we close it out, uh, L.A., and tell people all about how they can connect with you, any upcoming events your websites, your blog, all of that good stuff. And then you've got the Daily Show as well. Yeah, the Daily Show is PPS Report. It's under L.A. Marzulli. That's my YouTube account, L.A. Marzulli. Uh, I post five days a week. We've got some interesting guests coming on this week. Um, we've got 127,000 subscribers on our YouTube channel. And, of course, YouTube, uh, even though you subscribe, you'll never get, because that's how they censor me. So they don't. They will take me down. But when we post the show, most of the people never know that we posted a show. So that, that's how the game is played. It's just unbelievable. But the best place to get me is, is on the website, lamarzuli.net, lamarzuli.net. You can download the free PPNS app and never miss a daily show. We've got a variety of guests. Uh, I talked, the name of the show is Politics, Prophecy, and the Supernatural. So we're all over the map. It gives me a, a great leeway. What did I leave out, right? So, uh, it, you know, that's that's what it is. Well, we've got some great sponsors that believe in us, which keep us doing what we're doing. And uh, we'll be broadcasting for the next, well, for the next weeks anyway, in our undisclosed location in the Santa Monica Mountains. Will you be showing any pictures of the, like, progress of the Gigacrete uh, home being built? Yeah, I will. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that would be fascinating, this fireproof idea. Um, I could see this uh, being a, a really popular thing, not just in California, but really anywhere. We had uh, some real, we had terrible you know fires here in Florida back in the late 90s. Yeah. Uh, hundreds of people lost their homes. So, uh, wow. I, I mean, it could be a real game changer. Here's the other thing, Jim. With, with all the hurricanes, this thing, our, my house, will withstand a Category 3 hurricane. Wow. Maybe even larger than, yeah. I mean, it's it's an amazing product, and I, you know, that's that's why I went with it. And it's much cheaper than sticking a, a regular wood frame house out. A whole different forbidden, whole different deal. So gigacrete.com, gigacrete.com. Tell them you heard it here on Jim Paris's show. 
All right, sir. Thank you so much. Uh, great to have you with us as always. And uh, we'll talk again soon. L.A. Marzuli, LAMarzuli.net is his website. Uh, what a great guy. And uh, here's his new book. I'll put it up one more time up on the video feed. Counter Move. And uh, the subtitle, How the Nephilim Returned After the Flood. And if you're someone maybe that uh, attends a church that has never really addressed Genesis 6 and the fallen angels and and what happened there, that's not unusual. Um, You know, I went to uh, Bible college and it was never brought up. It's just and it's right there. Open your Bible and you can read it for yourself. It's just something we don't talk about. But uh, L.A. Marzulli has fascinating insights about the fallen angels and what happened and why he believes that they're returning and how all of that plays into end times events. Thanks so much for joining us. Happy Easter to everybody. God bless. And remember, if it's Sunday night, it's Jim Paris live. So long, everybody.